Välkomna till internationell författarscen. Jag heter Ida Linde. Och jag heter Athena Farroxad. Och vi ansvarar för litteraturen på Kulturhuset Stadsteatern. Alldeles strax ska ni få höra den tyska författaren Jenny Erpenbeck i samtal med Harald Hultqvist. Varmt välkomna. Kommer du på min begravning? Hon tittar ner på kaffekoppen som står framför henne och säger inget. Kommer du på min begravning? Frågar han än en gång. Hon säger, än är du ju alldeles levande. Men han frågar en tredje gång, kommer du på min begravning? Ja, säger hon. Naturligtvis kommer jag på din begravning. Det står en björk bredvid platsen jag har valt. Fint, säger hon. Fyra månader senare är hon i Pittsburgh när underrättelsen når henne att han har dött. Det är hennes födelsedag. Men redan innan hon får den första gratulationen från Europa ringer Ludvig, hans son, och säger... Pappa har dött idag, på hennes födelsedag. När hans begravning äger rum är hon fortfarande i Pittsburgh. Klockan fem på morgonen, klockan tio i Berlin, stiger hon upp punktligt till ceremonins början, ställer ett ljus på hotellrumsbordet, tänder det och spelar musik för honom från internet. Andra satsen ur D-moll-konserten av Mozart. Aria nu Goldberg-variationerna av Bach. Chopins mazurka i Asdur. I vart och ett av dessa musikstycken blir det avbrott och det visas reklam. Den nya Hyundai-modellen, en bank som ger huslån, ett läkemedel mot snuva. När hon sex veckor senare återvänder från Pittsburgh till Berlin får hon se den nya kullen med sand och björken bredvid. Rosorna som hon låtit en vän lägga på graven är redan bortstädade. Vännen berättar hur begravningen var. Det spelades musik. Vad då? frågar hon. Mozart, Bach och Chopin, säger vännen. Hon nickar. Ett halvår senare är hennes man hemma när en kvinna kommer och lämnar två stora kartonger. Hon grät, säger han. Jag gav henne en näsduk. Ända in på hösten står kartongerna i Katarinas arbetsrum. Katarina flyttar upp dem på soffan när städerskan kommer och tillbaka ner på golvet när rummet är städat. När hon måste resa upp i bibliotekstegen makar hon dem åt sidan. I hennes hylla finns inte plats för två stora kartonger. I källaren har det just varit översvämning. Ska hon helt enkelt slänga dem som de är? Hon öppnar den översta kartongen och kikar in. Sedan stänger hon den igen. Välkomna till internationell författarscen.
Jag heter Ida Linde och ansvarar för litteraturen här på Kulturhuset tillsammans med Athena Faroxad. Det ni just hörde var början på Kairos av Jenny Erpenbeck, utgiven av Albert Bonniers förlag. Översatt av Ulrika Wallenström. Och det är den sjunde romanen av Jenny Erpenbeck som hon har översatt. Det vill säga att hon har följt henne ända sedan debuten som kom 1999 med den numera smått klassiska historien om det gamla barnet. Jenny Erpenbeck är född 1967 i Östberlin. Utöver att vara romanförfattare har hon varit verksam som dramatiker och regissör. Samtalet kommer att vara mellan henne och bokhandlaren Harald Hultqvist. Vi kommer hålla på i ungefär en timme och efteråt kommer det vara bokförsäljning och signering här utanför. Men nu en stor applåd för Jenny Arpenbeck och Harald Hultqvist. Welcome on stage. Schönen guten Abend, die Damen und Herren. Okay, we take this in English instead. Um, so we will talk in a language which... Um, uh, the book is not written in English, and I have read it only in, in Swedish and German, so we will talk about a book that no one of us has actually read, the English version. And that starts out uh, uh, in my first question. Because the book is called Kairos, and Kairos is, could be translated into English to something like moment or the good moment. Um, but actually the word moment in German is Augenblick, and it's the same as in Swedish, Ögonblick. And the Kairos in question, the good moment, is a very, very specific Ögonblick. Uh, Please tell us about the Augenblick, which is the first Kairos in this book. Who so. is seeing who, where and when? <laughs> um, it's taking place on the 11th of July in 1986 <laughs> in bus number 57 in Berlin. And um, yeah. A young woman catches the bus in the last moment and she just gets in and it's starting to rain and when she gets out, uh, she in, the, in the bus she sees him, Hans, for the first time. Then uh, they get out of the bus, they have to wait because it's still raining under a bridge. There's a second look, there's a third look. So it's like three times Kairos. <laughs> Augenblick, and um, yeah, this is how how the story is beginning, and um, it's a bit like like the when Jesus is carrying his his cross, so he's like falling first time, falling a second time, stumbling, and things are happening on his way to Golgatha. And so it's a bit like the first path they are walking together. And they walk together. They 
eventually they have a coffee and uh, eventually they are more or less together or apart for the coming six years or so. Yeah, yeah. sometimes it happens like this. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what we have is a love story uh, with a lot of, of anger and regret and a lot of passion and intense bliss and everything that is in a love story. But we also have a story because uh, as you said it now, it was in Berlin, but more specifically, it was then in East Berlin. This this is happening, uh, everything in, in the German Democratic Republic in the East, East Germany. So, and to me, when I read this book, it is a book about a love story, and it is a book about, uh, it's of course a book about a lot more, but a book about uh, East Germany. Those are like the two main parallel uh, themes or leitmotif as, as I see it in the book. Uh, and I'm just thinking, did you, did you have a love story and needed somewhere to place it? Or did you want to write a book and, about, uh, uh, about East Germany and the fall of East Germany and, and, the, and, the, and all these? Uh, where did you start out with the book? Yeah, I, um, I wanted to write about uh, my youth and the GDR, um, and yeah, when I yeah when I looked into my diaries, I, I could see that it was not only about politics, <laughs> to put it like this. <laughs> and then I thought it might be a good idea because the the. Um, like the the love story, uh, how I wrote it in the book is is um, has certain similarities to the uh, political situation at this time, and in a way, I I thought this might be a good idea to to connect both stories. We will get back to both the love story and, and, and to G East Germany, but since you said now you started out with your own diaries, it's fantastic because you have, uh, as we heard now, the beginning of the book starts, it starts out, she receives these boxes with, with, a, with an archive. And it's the archive, of course, of Hans, the person he, who she meets on this uh, subway, and the person who is the one who is uh, who who dies in this in this short sequence. You have used archives as a motive and as a method before, and you have used it a lot in this book too. Uh, could you tell us something about your relationship to archives as such? I love archives. <laughs> Actually, I'm in love with archives. <laughs> Not not with someone no. Um, I, I I discovered it late in life, so to say, only when I started the research for um, visitation. Uh, one of my books, written in like two thousand seven and eight, it, also it was published. Um, I understood that there's so much life in the archives. So from seen from outside, you would think, Naya, it's full of paper, it's full of dust, everything is old. But when you start 
reading the things are brought back to life and even in the in the in the real sense of <laughs> like the, the funniest thing i found in an archive was uh, a mosquito mm -hmm. that was folded into a into a pressed a, a, a plan an arch architectural mm -hmm. thing so so this was very strange to me because i i could i could see immediately the situation like the, the the plan was put on the table and they discussed the architecture and then they would fold it and the mosquito happened to be yeah. sitting on it and so it was uh, of course the archive is not to 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 made for um keeping the memory on a mosquito but it's okay. also part of the story and then um and and um the more serious aspects were that I found out that um, sometimes one document is answering another document, so they have a dialogue, as like like the the, the paperwork here in the in the book. Um, so, for instance, there were for the visitation book there were lists um, of items that a Jewish family wanted to take when uh, leaving Germany to to Brazil. Um, and then I could see uh, another list on which the, the same items were, but for a Versteigerung, was this a Versteigerung? Yeah, uh, auction. For an auction yeah. um, that the, the Nazi people made to sell these items because the, the family was was killed. Yeah. So so you could see that that a story happened between the the two documents and and this made it very um yeah very em emotional in a way only these two lists to to, to read it um yeah and uh, i'm the one in the family who gets everything mm -hmm. because everybody in the family knows that i'm keeping everything <laughs> <laughs> and so uh i have some boxes of this and that um, yeah, and then I try my best to cope with it. <laughs> I, I'm not a messy. I, I just love documents, and I think every document keeps time and and is like you shouldn't throw it away. The 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 the, the greatest horror to me is like people saying. Um, once, when I'm not living anymore, my children should burn my diaries. Mm -hmm. That is the, 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 the diary is much more than a diary. It's it's just it's cultural history is like daily routines of a certain time. It, it keeps so much more than just the diary of this 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 person. And yeah, it's just about uh, about its time and everything, of course. Yeah, and and you you will never know of of what kind of interest it will be one day. Mm -hmm. But but I'm sure it will be. It, it, it's it's experience that is um, kept in the in the. But uh, when you when you looked back in the archives to 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 write this particular book, uh, you saw archives, but you also had your own memories from the same time, and you are thinking you you are thanking a lot uh, a lot of people that you have talked to to get their memories of the time and so on. Mm. Did you did your own memories of this time 
change when you when you or did something contradict what you remembered yourself or, or or did something happen to your own memory when you when you did this naja also uh, once I, I heard that Proust said he has a bad memory and it's the same with me <laughs> so I, I, I don't want to compare my, my work to Proust's work but <laughs> but the memory perhaps works in the same way so so I would say I had no memories mm. I had the feeling that I, I have no memories and I, I was so lucky to have this diary and, uh, and there were some things that I remembered after having read the diary again which I didn't for also I have haven't been doing mm -hmm. since thirty years. <laughs> um, for instance, the the um, how the the smell of the streets changed when the Westerners came all to East Berlin to, after the fall of the wall to to visit East Berlin. And then it smelled like Chanel number no. five. And I had the feeling, oh, the smell I know is gone forever. And things like that I wrote in my diary. And I was, I was happy to, 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 to be reminded by my own diary. Okay, fantastic. And so this book is, is practically written uh, some no. uh, 35 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, this is not the case. But, no. but, uh, but it was always uh, difficult for me to, to remember this time and I refused to answer all the questions about GDR. And when I sometimes couldn't refuse then I, I i got upset for three days it, it was it, it was difficult so because perhaps also the expectations um of the way an easterner should be grateful mm. were too much for me and uh so i i we will get back to that we will get back to east and west but uh we still have only said that they love each other and that they have this and that uh so uh but let's dig a bit deeper into the subject of love it's an interesting subject um <laughs> I don't know if it's the book or the historical context or if it's just me, but when I read the book, I couldn't help but drawing parallels between love and the totalitarian system. So I would say that love is a totalitarian practice made for fanatics, uh, made by fanatics for fanatics. Would you agree? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> so that was it. No, but I mean, there is, a ma the, the, there is this master lover who is like the party, and, and, and as the loved one, you want to, to, to give your life to the party or to the state or to, to the lover mm. if you're in this totalitarian system. Uh, but somehow, is it really, a, a, does it have to be like that? No, I think it's um, it's interesting to have this experience, <laughs> but of course, uh, when time passes, you have to manage to um, to survive the changes, and there are different tactics to 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 deal with a like daily routine that is starting at some point. 
and I think this uh, how you how you manage the um, how Brecht called it the die Mühen der Ebene. Das, um, I don't know in Swedish. Die, 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 also er hat gesagt, Ebene. die Mühen der Ebene. Die Mühen der Ebene. Mühen. Ja, Mühen Ebene. The, 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 um, the flat level so of, of uh, sorrows. Or, uh, naja, after having, managed, after having managed to climb the mountains, mm -hmm. then you have to also manage to, to deal with the, like, The board yeah, with the flat, flat, yeah, flat the land, flat yeah. yeah, and and um, yeah. But there is not much flat land in their love story. It's very hectic. In this love story. In this love story. No, I think the way Hans is dealing with the problem of perhaps uh, Katarina being bored or perhaps being or starting to. Get interested in other people. He is dealing with the moon der Ebene. <laughs> He's dealing with this problem in his way, and then it gets dramatic. But, but in a way, it's it's also a prolongation of the relationship by produ producing drama. Producing drama in order to keep keep together mm -hmm. somehow, yeah. And to keep the excitement yeah. in the in the relationship, it's like turning into a like dark excitement, but still. Mm -hmm. Some something is going on. Uh, one, uh, uh, one of the dramas, that, or the biggest drama in in is that uh, Katerina she finds another man and she sleeps with him once, and uh, and Hans is he is furious and he, of course, he breaks out of the relationship and then they start again, but. Only on his terms, and he wants he he wants her to 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 answer all his questions and blah 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 blah. But then she takes another lover, and they have a long relationship. It's funny how he puts the story. Yeah. <laughs> no, but and then and he's I, uh, totally okay with lover number two, and it's not a problem in the world. He even says, "Have fun when she she is going up to her apartment because the other lover is a girl." So, what's the difference between these two lovers? Um, uh, perhaps we should just briefly mention that he is married. Yeah. <laughs> that is one of the things I just never thought of. No. <laughs> of course, he is married. So, we can briefly, we can briefly, we we can dive into that as well. Um, the fact that he is married, but. Uh, first thing, uh, the, the, the question. The, the question. Why is uh, her love with with uh, this uh, boy that she meets, or man that she meets, studying, and she sleeps with him once, a catastrophe? But the fact that she has a a, a, a woman that she is loving is not not a problem at all to Hans. Naya, a woman can become part of a man's fantasy, mm -hmm. of of a like kind of um, amusement mm -hmm. of the man. So when he envisions uh, them being together, it's like also his fun mm -hmm. in a way. Uh, but if he, if he is imagining her with another man, then it's a question of concurrence and mm -hmm. you know, the fight between two, two mm -hmm. men. Mm -hmm. This is different. Mm -hmm. 
it's it's uh, it's it's interesting that it is like this and and he's like um he he couldn't he couldn't imagine that this might be a partner for her because it's all about sex in his eyes and the the, the sex between two girls is kind of attractive mm, it's just him. just kind of cute okay back to the fact that he's married um uh, is he really married I think so. I mean, he has a wife, of course, uh, but is it really a marriage? Naja, I think there are many ways to be married. Mm -hmm. So uh, he's he's uh, as I as I call it in the book, he's only sharing the the table, not the bed anymore. But still, uh, his his um, like his daily life and his home is the home he has together with his wife. So this is, of course, or gets more and more part of the problem because uh, Katharina um, is the illegal one, is the one who has to hide herself, to to be in the shadow, to, to step aside when the couple appears and to spend many, many lonely evenings. <laughs> having her dinner alone. Um, and then there is another thing before we step out of their love life, just for now at least. Um, they have, uh, uh, there is a dynamic in their love life, which is between, I would say, something like openness and paranoia. Uh, they give each other keys, or she gives keys, her keys to her apartment, and then he gives them back. They open up the diaries to each other, and then they start to manipulate the diaries in order to give them to another. So there is a sense of paranoia, and still a sense of freedom. Um, and I'm thinking that this paranoia has something to do with the society that they lived in. The, the, the fabric of trust wasn't quite there. Am I somewhere in the right direction here, or...? Um, Naya, I think she she trusts him. She's open, and he uh, he he's thirty years older. He he knows some uh, tactics of uh, manipulation, so he he uses his experience to direct her in a in a certain way. I wouldn't say that I have um, uh, that I had experienced this kind of pressure as it is put now often in movies and things like that. We were we were also making jokes about the the Secret Service, the Stasi. Mm. When when we we call, called each other and and we said something that was political incorrect, we would say, and hello to the comrades, <laughs> so <laughs> things like that. So, so it was, we would also make fun of it. Um, this was something I missed in many dramatic mm -hmm. works of, uh, in the movies and mm -hmm. books, uh, that, that, it, that we were used to live with it. Mm -hmm. And it was not all the time the pressure and the distrust and uh, can I tell him this and that? I, I, I myself, I was k kind of, yeah. Uh, 
I, I, I wasn't, I, I didn't feel this pressure, but, but of course in the book, um, I also tell the, the, the past of Hans the, and, and like how he was brought up in fascism and all the disappointments and so, so he is a person who's much more broken. Uh, he is like at yeah, home. Because he's old enough to have been in the Hitlerjugend as, as a boy yeah. and so on. Yeah. So, so his first disappointment was the, the breakdown of fascism, mm -hmm. the grown-ups who from one moment to the other uh, said uh, the, the Hitler goose mm -hmm. is, is a problem now mm -hmm. <laughs> from today on. Mm -hmm. And then, then the uh, excitement f for the new society, Stalin, and and, uh, and then in, in 1956, the the um, uh, speech of Churchill, uh, Churchill of, of Khrushchev. <laughs> Khrushchev. Of Khrushchev. They are easy to uh, mix. About, yeah. about Stalin, <laughs> yeah, and and. In a way, he he he. I think he's he's someone who started to to feel at home in the disappointment. Yeah. So and in a way, he's he's producing disappointment, also in in, in the love story. And and I think I I met many many much more than I hoped I would. Many um, women in my age at the readings, telling me uh, I I had exactly the same story in my youth yeah. so so i think it is a it is a um a story that is not an individual story but is is a is a like the generation formed by all these experiences did something yeah. and the experiences did something to these people and, and to, to the people of that generation yeah, yeah. and and uh, uh he might have been been disappointed, but otherwise I get a, a fairly a positive, careful, of course, but positive view on on the life that they are living. Uh, they go out and eat and and and, and everything, and, they, and and above all about the the artistic life. It's lots of lots of things going on in the cinema and theatre and art and literature and everything, which are represented in many ways in the book. It must have been quite a living life in the, the cultural life. In in, in the I think it it was of of much more importance than it is now. Mm -hmm. um, and I also wanted to tell this kind of of uh, daily life, mm -hmm. which was my my experience that we we used to go to the cinema to to sit hours every day in the coffee house. Uh, perhaps it was also Berlin because mm -hmm. in other cities there weren't so many coffee houses, <laughs> but um, still it was like um, having having uh, to to communicate. Uh, by um, by reading art of of any kind, um, because the dialogue, the the media were not like kind of a true dialogue, or they didn't enable true dialogue between people, and uh, so it was an existential thing to go to the theater to see the performances, to read books, to speak about books, and and. Yeah, art was art was important, mm. and also to the government, which is, uh, in a way, seems to be absurd that 
that uh, art had so was of so great importance also to the government. They would discuss about books. You know, they were really disturbed by books or irritated by books. They they even took the effort to forbid books or films. You know, it it was of great importance, and it it was considered an instrument to really change people's minds. Mm -hmm. And um, compared to nowadays, it's uh, it's a bit more of an entertainment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one thing you you because art is important not only was it important in the society it's important in the book also there are very many different uh, fantastic small one liners about art just just uh, an observation or something and one observation that is occurring two or three times is the fact that uh, there is art which is kind of a negative art where you fill in the blanks yourself you you the she uh, Katarina is sketching and, and and Hans comes over and says yeah you fill in what you don't see in the image and so on and that has a parallel in the way that they are walking after the catastrophes they are walking around in Berlin and they avoid all those places where they have been before so they avoid the places that are really meaningful those are not but, but making contours around them and I was thinking when you wrote this book were there any points any, any 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 locations so to speak that you just didn't dare to go to where you just walked around have you sketched any contours where there is something in there that you don't want to to touch or don't want to write or don't want to in the book so yeah, so yeah, yeah, like not the, not the way in the real sense no 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 <laughs> i i mean this metaphorically yeah mm. yeah Yeah, there are some things I haven't written about. <laughs> yeah. But I won't speak about it. <laughs> it wouldn't make any sense. I want I want to push um. you. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no, I was I was just thinking I didn't see any gaps or anything, but 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 one wonders always where where the choices are made and so on. Another thing about literature, uh because Hans is a writer. Uh, and we don't get to read anything he writes, so I'm just wondering, is he a good writer? <laughs> These are questions. I should have talked to him before I wrote the novel. I'm just thinking, he's not much of a psychologist, or is he? Can I, Did you imagine what kind of books he wrote? We get to No, I, I didn't read them. You didn't read them. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is a tricky question. <laughs> now, yeah, um, yeah, you are right. But we are reading the letters. Yeah, the letters are there. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, oh, okay. I think he's in a way. Um, in a way, I, I, when you ask me now, I imagined him having written my novels mm -hmm. in a way so like the um like end of days mm -hmm. um perhaps he has also written visitation might be mm -hmm. so he has to um he deals with um like the <clears throat> 
the Stalin time, yeah. um, Moscow. Uh, it's not by chance that also this book has a Moscow chapter. No. Um, he he deals with uh, loss and death. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, he he would say like um, he has no idea of what interest all these things should be to to a young girl girl like her. Mm-hmm. So in a way, I I. I was also, a part of me was also Hans. Yeah. Um, being the writer as such. Hans is he's afraid also of, oh no, Hans, he's not afraid, but he, he says he's sad when looking into the future, when trying to look into the future, he gets sad. Uh, and that's when Katarina said, but just remember, remember instead. Mm. Remember. Uh, he, uh-huh. he does some, something that I, I really think is interesting. He produces memories. He produces the present to later have something nice to remember. Mm-hmm. So he, he, in a way, he loses uh, the present because he is he tries also to manipulate time to to um, to uh, control memories mm-hmm. which is uh, strange because the the time itself is disappearing the experience itself is is disappearing uh, in the beginning it's it's nice like uh let's go this first way we took again and second time third time Let's do it again and again to keep it as a memory. But as a, I think this comes from his fear to uh, to lose control, to be uh, overwhelmed by things that he 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 cannot control anymore. Um, this might also be the reason for him to 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 terrorize her. And so all these jubilees, they are, they, they are always celebrating jubilees. Not only the 11th of July every year, but the 11th of every, every month. month they have to celebrate. Yeah, it's it's like, a, like a nice prison. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's always the question how you manage to, 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 to like keep the energy of the beginning, but to turn it into something else, which is more livable. Um, we have spoken a bit about Eastern Germany, but there was another Germany, West Germany as well, which is in the book, of course, much as a mirror, but you even from Berlin, you even had the view over, over West Berlin. I like a lot when, when Katharina, for the first time, is going to the West and she 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 stands on on the on the railway station on the platform in still in eastern berlin but she is somehow already in the west because she's on the platform that leads to the west um did you have a stand there yourself yeah this is this is autobiographical yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this i can confess yeah yeah um yeah, I, I thought it should be in the book because the, the the book clearly is about the two sides of everything, the negative and the positive, and to keep it both in the book. 
And of course, if if you are from East Germany, it's it's important to have the other side in the book, mm -hmm. and also this this step in the into the beyond mm -hmm. is is a bit like um, yeah the what is it the Jenseits. Any proposals from, for Jenseits? <laughs> uh, I'm trying in English and Swedish, so it's just a, yeah, not a words now. Uh, the, like afterward? Uh, the, uh, Eftervärden. Eftervärden er det. Mm. Now, is it like we, we call Jenseits, if you, if you are, it's, yeah. it's not hell, it's not heaven, it's just being... Yeah. Not alive anymore. After after death, also, live it after death, I think. So so it's a forbidden zone where all of a sudden she is allowed to to enter for for visiting her mm -hmm. her grandma. In the last years of the GDR, it it was sometimes it was allowed for some people who had relatives in the West and yeah. I've, for me, it was one time it was allowed, one time I didn't apply, one time it was refused, and another time it was allowed, and this was 1989. <laughs> 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 didn't make much sense anymore. Yeah, but, and, and but, but how did you view uh, West Germany in general? Because there are some, some, uh, some uh, also here, some one-liners, some small, just small things that you say about how she's crossing into western and she looks upon someone hanging an old woman hanging the the, the uh, like laundry. the trousers mm -hmm. and the laundry and so on and she says what's the difference in the aura between an east german woman doing this a west german and there is a difference did you did you see it that way really or yeah i i saw it from outside mm -hmm. it was like a, um like panopticum, mm -hmm. like a, like a museum of the West, so to say. I I, I entered, but um, even until now, I have this kind of of look from outside. Mm -hmm. I think once you you have had it, you you wouldn't lose it anymore. Uh. Is um, uh, I I would I I I would be shocked by like. All the talks about money, money didn't interest me. Nobody talked about money in the DDR. It was completely unimportant. Um, and then... Um, I, I really love the fantastic thing when she comes to Köln and she learns the, not only the word, but the, the very idea of a sale. Mm. She, she doesn't know what a sale is. Like, yeah, and... and I, I was so uh, I, I couldn't understand that the same thing costs a lot in the morning, half price in the uh, like at noon and in the evening, a quarter, <laughs> you know, of the of the original price. I I, I couldn't and I, I of course uh, somehow I could understand what happened, but but it was so uh, it had nothing in my eyes. It had nothing to do with the real value of something. It was just about money. Mm -hmm. And um, because you had learned the Marxist way of thinking about value, that is the work that is put into something that means that it is worth something. Naja, es war also um, yeah, es wird I'm guessing. because if it comes to Marx, <laughs> I'm I'm not able to speak it English anymore. <laughs> also, <laughs> we we learned about Gebrauchswert und Tauschwert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the different kinds of values. Yeah, yeah. So so we uh, did, uh, this was also interesting. Um, 
uh, after the reunification, um, so we could see quickly that, or like immediately that that um, all the things that were taught to us in school were true, that one can lose his or her job, that you really have to struggle to be able to pay your rent. Things like that were like came like a shock to us. We knew everything before because we had we were taught in school that it is like this in capitalism. Mm -hmm. But when it started, we were like really shocked and traumatized in a way, because all of a sudden we were in the middle of this. Mm. What what we didn't know. Yeah, and it happens in the book as well that mm. the rent goes from like 150 ma uh, mark to to 900 mark in just. No, it's ten times, yeah. yeah. So, so, and then, um, I am. But uh, enough about marks and rents and all that. Let's talk sex. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I saw the, the the headline in the newspaper. In the, I uh, okay. What the headline in what newspaper? Swedish newspaper. What headline? What did I it say? I won't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was saying like sex was important in the DDR or something like that. Yeah, well. So perhaps this is the reason why the auditorium is so full. <laughs> <laughs> Might be. No, but still there is one thing that I think is interesting uh, when it relates to East and West because what they import from West are like, uh, or get sent from West are clothes and chocolate and coffee and such things. But all those things they had, or you had actually in in, in the East, uh, but maybe not the the same brand or anything, but mainly the same thing. But what they do import, and what what uh, Katarina sees in the West is pornography. Was it was there no pornography in in no? Because no. pornography is sex plus capitalism equals pornography. But that really has something, that, that, that is the only thing that, that changes their lives from a qualitative point of view, because they get inspired for, from, from this pornography. Or do they? Why did you introduce that, that subject? Or how did you think around that? Naya, in the book, it's interesting that she, she faces the fact of pornography the first time when she comes to Cologne. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember me saying, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I should tell this. Yes, <laughs> <But> you should. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But um, uh, I remember me saying to my, to my cousin, my Western cousin, <clears throat> and by the way, I, I, all, also I, I have to see uh, um, uh, like a, a pornographic yeah, a sex movie, shop. movie. Oh, oh, a movie. movie. Okay, yeah. And she said, "No, I, I cannot. I cannot come with you. Good family." And her her boyfriend said, "I could accompany you." <laughs> and then she would say, "Oh, then I also join you." <laughs> <laughs> so we went to the to this kind of film theater and saw a film, and then, yeah, it was difficult. But I, 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 yeah, I am. Saw it, um, and it was the feeling like I, I will go back to the world where I never ever will see this again. It was just to know mm. how this is, like and and um, and in a way it was 
it was too much. Mm. And uh, interesting is that that Hans in the in the book, he he brings pornography mm. to her, smuggled from the west into the east. This kind of pornography ex existed, mm. so that people would sometimes manage to to have uh, that relatives brought something or I don't know. Um, and at this point, you could see that. Uh, the love turns into um, uh, like a theater scene and she's only fulfilling the pictures that he already had bought and brought into the relationship. So she's, uh, it's starting to, to change from, from a like direct encounter and something like theater. And um, it, it takes, in a way, it takes the individual erotics out of the relationship and this is also kind of the part of the problem mm -hmm. um, yeah so you know we were like it wasn't also of course there were some people um, announcing uh, we are looking for an, a couple which is open for nice experiences or something like that but um, officially there was no shop where you yeah. could buy those things. It was like, you know, at the Baltic Sea, we would be all naked. Mm -hmm. We were free personality, personalities and still we are a bit kind of free. We have some beaches mm -hmm. where we can still right. have our Eastern rituals Eastern, yeah. <laughs> of <laughs> going for a swim all naked. But, but um, this was more like uh, we are not ashamed of our bodies, mm. something like that. Yeah. I, I think it's interesting because, because the, the, that is one criticism. We, of course, it's not a criticism because you don't you don't make like politics like on on the wall. But 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 something to think about when it comes to the to, to the capitalist society. Another thing is the fact that, that when Katarina comes to, to Cologne, she sees a beggar for the first time in her life. She doesn't even know what it is. Uh, and people begging for food. Uh, and of course that that is shocking as well. But did those negative sides of capitalism, did they did they penetrate in the society in East? Were they like, these things are so horrible that we rather have it like we have it now? Or was it? The problem was that normally it wasn't our experience. Uh -huh. So it wasn't my grandparents' experience. Mm -hmm. So they knew why they had become communists. Mm -hmm. But we were just born into the, my generation was just born into the society. And if there are some old people telling you, oh, the capitalism was very bad <laughs> and mm. uh, this and that happened and there were an existential, uh, like fi the financial crisis of the 20s or something like that, it, it doesn't interest you. No. If it's not your experience, you, you just forget about it. Mm. And... You get a bit bored about all that peace and all that <laughs> life, which was not very dramatic normally. And yeah. Um, 
coming to the more crafty sides of the book, the the the, the language. I'm thinking about the language of the book, uh, how it is written. It's it, the translation, as far as I can judge, as a non-translator, is fabulous. As always, your books are always fabulously uh, translated. Is Ulrika here? Or? Yeah, Ulrika is here. I okay, think. give yeah. a hand to the translator, <laughs> Ulrika Wallenström. Um, and uh, but it's you are the author. I mean, still, so it's your language too, <laughs> a bit. Uh, and I was thinking, it, it's your language is smooth and it's precise and it's a very effective and so on. And you write somewhere in here that uh, there is a singer called uh, um, Hans Eisler. And he is interesting because he doesn't sing beautifully. He sings like mm, he just sings like he means it, and it's not it's not exact. It's not smooth. It's not like that. Naja, he is actually he's a compo he was a composer. Yeah, he was a composer, yeah. but he's he's so he's uh, just singing yeah. his work to to give an impression of how it should sound. Like. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So so what I was thinking was, uh, uh, have you ever thought about like? Sketching up your language, just, just, or, or something like that, to, or corrupt it, to, to, to let us see all those things that are in there that are not seen through this fantastic, ready sculpture, which is the book as it is now. Maya, I think there are also some ugly parts in it. Don't you think so? I missed them. Yeah. What are, what are the ugly parts? <laughs> Yeah, perhaps I'm not too. Um, this is a difficult question. I yeah. should have prepared myself before. No, I but came we. Here. But but. Um, but do you did, have you ever thought about about this this uh, uh, in a sense writing too well? Naya, the the the. Perhaps the the reason for writing too well is that the relationship uh, is taking place between two two well educated people. Mm -hmm. There's there's one passage uh, where they are at the Baltic Sea. He in his family holidays, and Katarina is like invisible present in the background of this family. But she's there. actually there. She just lives. In she's a also there, and they they meet in the mm -hmm. in the in the woods mm -hmm. secretly. Um, and there is one passage where there are uh, some people working on a, on a gate and with a hammer, and they are smelling badly and things like that. And all of a sudden, you know, the, the Hans is is. Um, described as someone who who likes the idea of like uh, equality between human beings and so on but in the very moment when he faces this smell and the people who are working so loudly and they are disturbing his thoughts you know and his well educated memories and all this he he has to uh, the, uh, also at least me as a writer perhaps also the reader um, um 
can get an impression of how far away they are from reality, from from the normal life of people. Mm -hmm. So they, I, I think this was also part of the problem that sometimes it was the vision of of a, of a noble um, proletarian society, but in the moment when when they really faced the reality of it. For instance, when the wall fell and all the people ran to the West to, to buy things, then it was like disgusting. It was, it was not this kind of uh, mankind they, they wanted to, 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 to free. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, might be. And you and, and and speaking of Kurt, you, you and and this building of a gate, the, there is another uh, uh, another uh, very fine passage. The first, the f I think it's the first time that she cooks for him, and she's chopping garlic, and uh, he says that someone should write a book about all these everyday small crafts of doing small things and everything that is behind them everything every thought of love or 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 maybe boredom or whatever is mm -hmm. behind them um and i was thinking to myself when i read that i hope that jenny writes that book <laughs> good idea <laughs> so is it actually a book that could be coming yeah 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 because I, I i really like this 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 uh, idea that even the most common thing has a very much of a personal history in, in it and I, then i finished the book and i thought to myself maybe she has already written it <laughs> <laughs> not yet <laughs> no but but yeah. i often think about it so so perhaps it it's also about like the reasons of uh, why you are doing this and that in this and that way and we are a family of people who are always right and know how to do this and that. Mm -hmm. So I have aunts and cousins, and we are all the same. Mm -hmm. We are sometimes driving people mad because we are saying like, you should do it like this because it's better mm -hmm. because of this and that. Yeah, and, and I, I think there's so much um, experience in every move and uh, so much memories in in gestures in, in in the way of of how to do things and um yeah perhaps i i will write a book mm -hmm. mm. and now we have talked all this time about your relation to to or about this book and your relation to books and everything but actually we haven't talked about books because i am a book dealer and i know what books are books are not text Books are things. So this is not about the text. I was very happy to see on the, not the very first page, but the very first encounter that they have. It, is, it becomes real just because she has the right amount of money to pay a book. Uh, so she pays for a book and then she can run out and catch the bus and meet Hans. And then book prices are somehow like coming up every now and then in the book. Uh -huh. The prices of books, yeah. Echt? Echt. Echt. 
at least three times mm -hmm. there is a question of prices of books. Mm -hmm. So yeah, there's also yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. Finish your, with your no, 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 no. Go on, go on. Now, yeah, it's it's um, there. There's an um, article in the book uh, about uh, after the the um, the money unification, which was took place before the unification of the two countries. Um, uh, and and there was there, were, there was an article in the in the newspaper saying that uh, the Eastern bookstores threw away all her books to give space for the new sortiment for for the for the new for the Western books mm -hmm. that were to to to, to come mm -hmm. after the weekend mm -hmm. um, and yeah this was. I think such things are ugly enough. Don't yeah, they threw so? away tons and tons of books. Yeah, and and, and good books, not not just um, if you expect it to be only the the Marx collected works or something like that. No, yeah. also like the, the 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 good versions, GDR versions of world literature. Mm. So like like the GDR books, and and they they had good books and well made mm. as a well. Produced, yeah. good quality, <laughs> and uh, they threw it away to to give way to the mm -hmm. to the paperbacks from the West. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but do you love books as much as you love archives? I'm a bookbinder. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know that you know. <laughs> As I'm a bookbinder. Mm -hmm. This is my confession. <laughs> no, I, I, and this is not only a confession, but a profession. I, I really, I learned it. I have been learning it for two years, and then I, then I became a bookbinder. And I, I, I also, I, I, for instance, I, I designed the book. Oh, you designed the, the yeah. This German is edition? my, this is my oh, wow. design. That's yeah. cool. But I also like the Swedish one. Hmm? I'm, I, I always like the su surprises. Um, that come with the books in other countries. Yeah, I, li I like books as, as uh, I, I need paper. The, I, sometimes I have to read on a Kindle when I'm traveling. Uh, yeah, but but I really like to have uh, the 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 thing. And do you know what those are the last words for tonight? Because now we have we're out of time. Oh. Yes, and I wanted those to be the last words of tonight because now after I have thanked you and you and everybody, you can buy the book on paper just outside here. And even though the Swedish is not designed by Jenny, I can promise it's very well produced. And uh, uh, you, you, can have a, uh, you can have a word and get it signed by Jenny also. And I don't know, if, because we, we managed all this conversation without saying, the most spoiling thing that you could say about this book. And I want, of course, not tell you now, but I can say one thing. You will get a real surprise when reading this book. It, the whole book turns around after a while, just flips over, and we didn't want to say it. And we actually managed so not to say it. the very end, you have yeah. to read until the very end. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. <laughs> so you, you cannot give up because it's in the very last pages. Uh, 
I would thank you, the, uh, the audience, for listening to this, coming here and listening to this. And Jenny, I thank you so much for coming here, presenting this to us, and thank you so very much for this fantastic book that you, has that you have written for us. Thank you. Yeah, thank you.